Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know at the start of your day. Today is the 14th of June. The biggest news for the global economy and indeed markets is the retail inflation print in the United States. The CPI rose 4% in May from a year ago and that marks the smallest increase since March 2021. And while core inflation, which removes food and fuel from the basket, is still elevated, it has cooled off from the peak. That data is likely to uh, give policymakers at the Federal Reserve some breathing room when they begin their review meeting for monetary policy later today. And there is now wide expectation that there will be a pause in the interest rate hiking cycle this time after 10 straight hikes. That decision will be known tomorrow, US time. In regulatory news back home, the markets regulator has issued guidelines for execution-only platforms that offer direct plans of mutual fund schemes. These platforms, like PTM and Grow, among others, will have to register themselves within the next three months. And what's more, there are restrictions on offering both direct and regular plans to the same customers. That's likely going to have a bearing on the way some of the older brokerages function. Now, capital market regulator SEBI has also levied fines totaling 40 lakh rupees on Brightcom Group and its promoters, that is, yesterday, for flouting regulatory norms relating to insider trading. In its investigation, the market regulator found that the promoters had traded the company's stock from April 2020 to August 2021, but failed to make necessary disclosures after breaching regulatory thresholds. In other news, Accenture is doubling down on its artificial intelligence bet in an attempt to build a stronghold in a rapidly evolving industry. The world's largest IT services firm plans to invest as much as $3 billion over the next three years in its data and AI practice to help clients achieve greater growth, efficiency and resilience. And that's according to a statement that was issued yesterday. You'll find more details in the story on the website pqprime.com. In international news, former President Donald Trump has pleaded not guilty in a Miami courtroom to 37 federal charges that he mishandled state secrets. The arraignment followed a historic indictment brought by the Justice Department alleging that he willfully refused to return top-secret government documents and then conspired to hamper efforts to recover them after he left office in 2021. The indictment accuses Trump of 31 counts of violating the Espionage Act, which carry prison sentences as long as 10 years. Other charges carry up to 20-year maximum terms. That's a Bloomberg report. In other news, President Vladimir Putin has acknowledged that Russian forces fighting in Ukraine lack sufficient advanced weapons, despite a tripling of arms output. That's as Kiev's forces pressed a counter-offensive backed by new infusion of Allied support. Putin made that rare admission of shortcomings in production in a televised meeting with local reporters and war bloggers. He also said that Russia had lost as many as 54 tanks since Ukraine's drive began last week. That's the first time that the Kremlin has admitted to losses on such a scale. Meanwhile, China is working on a policy stimulus to bolster its slowing economy. We told you yesterday that the People's Bank of China unexpectedly cut short-term interest rates. That paves the way to lower the key lending rate tomorrow. 
Officials are reportedly considering a broad package of stimulus proposals, which include support for areas such as real estate and domestic demand. The package under consideration has been drafted by multiple government agencies and includes at least a dozen measures. And that's according to a Bloomberg report. In international markets, U.S. stocks gained further. The Dow and the S&P 500 gained 0.4 and 0.7%, respectively, while the Nasdaq climbed as much as 0.8%. And two of the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region were trading higher last I checked. The Kospi in South Korea was flat. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Positive cues from overseas once again, and we saw quite the pop on the benchmarks yesterday. Do we continue to see that march towards all-time highs? Thanks, Alex. Um, Yes, the stage is set for some more upsides for sure. And we did very well yesterday, uh, and the crows are echoing that sentiment. But that notwithstanding, just the fact that the US inflation has fallen to the lowest since March 2021 leads some optimism around world markets by and large. Remember, there was strong put-writer addition observed in the 18,700 strike on Tuesday. Just goes to show how confident option writers are about the base levels being built. So very likely that not, if not 80,700, then 18,600 is a, is a level to focus on. Uh, just the pace of real estate sales keeps the real estate stocks and the ancillaries in focus. Remember, the index was up 3% yesterday. So that's to be watched out for. And a thing that I've observed is that CapEx plays are continuously getting upgraded. And therefore, you might actually see some of the lower valued ones. Uh, so the MNC ones are ex- expensive, but the others are still a lot more reasonable and could continuously see uh, some more upsides going ahead if sell side analysts are to be believed. Flows were positive. FIs bought about 1,677 cro- <laughs> crores worth of shares yesterday. Uh, so that momentum continues. Stocks to watch. I haven't seen an exchange announcement, but there is a PDF about Texmaco, wherein on the company's request, the government has or the railways have decided to cancel the second tranche of the wagon order of 3,300 wagons. So this could be interesting for all players involved, Texmaco, Titagar, as well as Jupiter wagons. Uh, need to confirm this, but very likely that this has happened and therefore all these three stocks come in focus because if Texmaco's order, if it is cancelled, might go to some of the others. So that's to be watched out for. I urge listeners to try and do their own due diligence about this. The, the announcement seems to have happened, but I haven't seen an exchange notification for the same as yet. Anupam Rasayan, they have winked a letter of intent worth, worth rupees 2,186 crores to supply an active ingredient to a Japanese specialty chemical company five-year contract, but certainly should be interesting for Anupam Prasayan. Zydus uh, life uh, inspection at the injectables facility in Ahmedabad has ended with nil observations. So that's a small positive. KEC International, and I was talking about, uh, you know, cap goods and power ancillaries uh, getting orders. This one has got a new orders worth 1,373 crores across the multiple businesses. So that one could be in focus. Uh, there is also an Economic Times report about Vodafone Idea uh, submitting a 14,000 crore infusion revival plan. So that stock could be in focus. There's some fairly large OI increases in stocks like Ipka Labs or Balrampur Chini or for that matter, Naveen Florine. So these are names to be watched out for as well. And last but not the least, uh, there's a very 
I mean, aside of the Z Entertainment uh, stock, wherein Plutus Wealth has bought some shares, and it's a notable name. Uh, there's a very interesting note from Motilal Oswal on Oberoi Realty, where they are talking about how FY24 will see 12,000 crore rupees of of launches, which will drive pre-sales growth, and the annuity rentals are expected to surge to 1,200 crores by FY26 from 300 crores in FY23, which is a sharp jump for the company. So do watch out for this one in the session today. Like I said, real estate is firmly in focus. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj, and as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.